0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Birch Creek Homestead today I want to be talking about the 10 garden tools that we use in our garden and what we use them for some of these are things that uh, everybody knows Um, some of these things maybe Some people haven't heard of before or some people have never used or we have found applications for them that uh, are maybe uncommon So uh, first on the list would be a hoe Uh, So there are several types of hoes. We use a, a flat uh hoe, and we use it for everything from sowing in uh beans and uh carrot seed, things like that where we're gonna sow a long line of it uh all the way up to uh weeding. We can weed very close uh between plants that way with it with a with a hoe and uh it also allows us to tamp uh ground down and it also allows us to cover uh seeds so hoes are very very useful in the garden. Uh, next on the list is going to be a shovel. We primarily use a shovel to plant larger plants. We used a shovel quite a bit this year to plant our fruit grove. And uh, we used a shovel for um, not very much else this year, but we, you can use them to dig up roots uh, if you're clearing land or if you're digging roots on on uh, something that you want to keep intact, like uh, transplanting. Uh, Tomatoes for example. We uh, had to transplant some tomatoes this year because they were in an area that we didn't realize was going to be shaded and tomatoes love sun so we had to transplant them to an area that required more or that got more sunlight. So a shovel came in handy there. Next on the list, tiller. So I've used several types of tillers in my life. You can use tillers that are so light you can pick them up with one hand Uh, They basically have weed eater engines on them. You can use what I use, uh, which is sort of like a two-wheel tractor. It's got about a 30-inch or 32-inch swath and does a really good job. It's also self-propelled. Or uh, in the past, I've also used pull-behind or uh, three-point tillers, rather, on uh, tractors. They uh, run with a PTO on a tractor, and you can cover a lot of ground that way. I've tilled acres and acres before uh, using those but the tiller that I use most often is uh, what I was discussing that about 30 to 32 inch swath tiller that's self-propelled it's on about a five horsepower engine and what I use it for is to keep the weeds down in between my rows and then I can just come back and uh, hoe right between the plants that way and that's what keeps our weeds down in our garden next on the list post pounders So, when I'm building trellises, I use T-posts primarily because, first of all, they're really uh, readily available, and second of all, I already have a lot of them. So, uh, they're really easy to put in the ground. You have to use something to hit them into the ground. Post-pounders work the best. I've also used sledgehammers before. Uh, They get the job done, but they're not nearly as as nice to use as a post-pounder. One application that I found for a post-pounder Uh, that maybe people don't know about is you can also use those to tamp uh, ground like if you're planting a transplant and you need the ground to be tamped around that plant you can use the uh, the closed side of a post pounder to do that next on the list a fertilizer broadcast spreader we use a fertilizer broadcast spreader to um, fertilize our garden obviously but you can also use it uh, to spread salt around your house and uh, you can use it to spread lime if you have a certain application. Um, Also you can broadcast grass seed if you need to plant grass seed. So there's a few different uses for it which makes it uh, worthy to kind of keep around but for the garden uh, we use the spreader to spread fertilizer each year. Next up is our bulb planter. We have a bulb planter that's like four feet long and you can use it. It's it's uh got a uh, foothold so you can pu- you can use your foot to get more uh down force on it. And uh we also have a hand handheld excuse me, bulb planter. That uh, we don't use uh, nearly as much, but can be used for things if you want to uh, get on your knees or if you want to use raised beds. Uh, it'd be good for that. Our bulb planter, we use this here for tomato plants, uh, pepper plants, zucchini plants, the plants that we uh, bought as plants and didn't germinate from seeds. So it's uh, really good for that. Uh, it really helps to have a bulb planter that has a latch that'll open to allow. Uh, clay-ridden soil and things that are really hard-packed to uh, Go go through it. So uh, Bowl planters fairly essential for uh, the garden if you don't want to do a lot of uh, Digging with a spade or a shovel and break up a lot more ground than you need Okay, next up pitchfork so we use our pitchfork in our garden uh, primarily to turn over compost and to keep our compost uh, pile uh, mixed, the pitchfork will also be used to spread compost onto our garden and If we were to lay down straw on our garden as a uh, cover, then we would probably use pitch pitchfork to uh, lay that down as well. but pitchforks for us just use for the compost right now the uh, knife that we use is a multi-tool. But uh, any kind of knife, a kitchen knife even would work. Um, pocket knives are great because obviously they fit in your pocket. And uh, we use the, our pocket knives to harvest almost everything if they if they don't just pop off the vine, like a tomato will just kind of pop off the vine. Um, but if they don't do that, then they need to be cut. And we use our knife to cut cucumbers, and uh, melons and beans a lot of times uh, just depends on the type of bean and stuff but uh, we use our knives quite a bit and so you want to have a nice sharp knife doesn't have to be long it doesn't have to uh, take up a lot of space or anything doesn't have to be serrated but uh, just a knife that you carry along in your pocket would be great and uh, it's pretty essential for the garden and some plants Okay, next on the list, the something I didn't even think of Our last year, uh, is a harvest basket. So last year we used um, sort of a large, I don't even know what you would call it, it may be some sort of a harvest tub of some type, but it was a stainless steel tub, kind of looks like a water canning, water bath uh, pot, um, but we used that to harvest our vegetables. But uh, I think this year we're going to transition to some sort of a harvest basket or a harvest tote Something that's got some holes in it that will allow us to uh, rinse them off in the field Because we did a lot of rinsing off in our kitchen last year and it gets messy It gets muddy because these plants have dirt on them. So having a harvest basket um, Will really ease things along But uh, last but not least um the tenth thing that we use in our garden is something called a Roho. And Roho's are something that I don't see people use very much at all. And I'm not sure why because they work really, really fantastically. Um so what a Roho is, is it is a if if you can imagine or picture one of those old time uh push lawnmowers that uh uh that that spin just with the wheels. Uh, Amish people use them quite a bit, and you saw them maybe more uh, if you are an older generation. I actually had one when I was a kid, but um, what a Rojo is, is just like one of those mowers. You push it along, and it actually picks up uh, with its tines. It'll pick up weeds, and it'll send them into a blade, and this blade uh, will just weed, and it'll cover, and it'll, it'll actually go right below the dirt surface. And then behind that is a three-time cultivator or a four-time cultivator. And uh, so what it does is it it weeds and then it cultivates behind. Uh, or you can flip it over and it'll just weed and it won't cultivate. So um, it's really, really um, fantastic for weeding our garden. It's really good, especially in a silty or a sandy soil. And it also works with clay but it it has to sort of be dry outside. Kind of the same thing with a hoe. I mean, you kind of want it to be drier outside so that the dirt kind of crumbles instead of clumps, uh, especially with our Missouri clay soil. The uh, row hoe uh, is one of those tools that we didn't even know about until I found it in my, my grandpa's old stash of gardening tools. And I had to actually look it up to figure out what it was. But it is going to be one of these tools that we're just going to have probably for the rest of our lives. And we'll just keep fixing it and keep using it or we'll buy a new one if we have to. You can get them some places. Uh, It's not easy to find, but you can find them. And I would highly recommend somebody looking at those. And, uh, you know, hopefully it'll help some people out. But, uh, yeah, that's our 10 tools that we use in our garden. And it may change year to year depending on what we grow, what we decide that we like. Um, And it may be different for other people depending on their climate, depending on their own personal needs, um, depending on the resources that they have or the experience they have. Maybe somebody out there has a lot more experience than me and knows about you know, several other tools that they may uh, use over what I've just described. But uh, that's the 10 tools that that help us in our garden. And I think um, most people will probably agree. But I just wanted to share those 10 tools with you guys. Um, Thanks so much for listening. Check us out on the Homestead Project on Facebook, or you can check out our new YouTube channel called uh, Berger Creek Homestead. Uh, Thanks for stopping in. See you in the next one.